Well, hello, everybody. Yep, must be Sunday. Here I am, and there goes the sun. <laughs> Hopefully, you remembered to uh, set your clots back last night. Yeah, we didn't get much more. The kids just woke up. The grandkids just woke up an hour earlier. <laughs> well, you know, it's it, technically it was six. Right. But we made the clocks back, and so yeah. then it became five this yeah. morning that they op- you know, they got up. That they're like, hey, it's time to play. Oh, I know. I say, no, 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 no. This isn't <laughs> how it's supposed to work. <laughs> it's supposed to get an extra hour here. So now they're clocking. Same with the dogs. I'm sure all the people out there, the dogs are dancing an hour. Before, you know, like, hey, excuse me, excuse me. Isn't it dinner time? You know, no, we got to wait another hour yet. So it is what it is. So hopefully, all, did you set your clocks back or did you have any to set back? <laughs> um, I had a couple. Like, you got to do the stove and the microwave one. And the then... microwave, no, nah, I don't do anything with that. <laughs> stove I do. But then otherwise, I just have, I have three battery operated clocks in the house. And that's it? Yeah, and then I had to do my, the one that I use for my alarm. But that was easy because, like, it's either, it's just a little button and it's either add one or minus one. one. Yeah. Same with my truck found out. It was a lot easier. Yeah. I held it, hold it, and, you know, I was up and down. Look at me. I set my, (laughs) reset my, usually I know how many people just learn to, they do never reset their clock. Yeah, you know, it's just like yeah. oh, now I the, my clock is uh, and my car is really showing the correct time. Yeah, no, so. that scared me this morning because I forgot to do that yesterday to my car. Okay, and so I got in and it was like it really was nine thirty mm-hmm. or something, but okay. it's at ten thirty, and I was yeah. like, what? Wait, yeah, yeah. how did I lose an hour? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, this is not right. What's going yeah, on? Every year we do the same Freaking thing. Freaking out. Something I know. I just wish they leave the time alone. I really like the sun. You know, up in the morning earlier. I really do. I'd yeah. rather take that. I hate doing chores in the dark in the morning because it seems like I just did them, you know, it was at night. Right. You know, I did them in the dark. And so yeah. then it seems like, well, I just did them. So they don't need to be fed again. Right. <laughs> I just, I don't like doing chores in the dark, you know, when it's supposed to, I want the well, light. It's, yeah. It's also like really, like, I don't like walking across my alleyway to get to my car. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like in the dark. Oh, yeah. Like to go to work. It's just, oh, no, 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 no. So well, I'm always I, like double checking. Like my head is like. That, a bobblehead. Bobble I keep head. on just going back and forth. So well, congratulations to the Gophers again. Yeah. Congratulations. And the Vikings, well, we lost today, folks. Sorry. Yeah. Well, we tried. That's all we can do. And the Gophers had a bye, though, so. It wasn't, uh, yeah. I thought they played. No, the they didn't again. play this weekend. No, correct? They are 8-0. Okay. No, that is correct. Okay. They right. play Penn State next weekend. Ooh, yeah. is that a big game then? That's a big game, yeah. Penn State is pretty good. Pretty okay. good. I mean, but we're pretty good, too. Yeah, we take it, you know, mm-hmm. one game at a time. One day that, at a time. That's what the coach kind of instilled in the players. There you go. So you play it. You're O and O. Yep. And then you play it, and then whatever happens, happens. Exactly. Exactly. And then you start O and O again the next week. So. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Kim, at the owner of Co-Pilot Dog Outfitters, where we did a live uh, live show last week. Uh, it was really, really fun. And the store is beautiful, so if you've got a chance, please go sit in and see it. <coughs> Excuse me. She doesn't carry dog food, but she got great treats. She's got uh, great toys. She's got uh, clothing. If you need clothing for your dog... You know, uh, Guess you know, co-pilot outfitters, all right? And uh, so it was a lot of fun. So thank you all for stopping in. And some of the costumes that the dogs came in, oh, gosh. And hopefully at co-pilot dog, uh, copilotdogoutfitters.com, you can go to our website and see some of the com- the costumes that uh, were down there. So it was fun. And then yesterday I was down at Chuck and Don's in Shakopee. It was a fundraiser for the pinkyswear.com, pinkyswear.org. Sorry about that. Pinkyswear.org. Uh, and so if we couldn't make it yesterday, please go to pinkyswear.org and donate. 
donate. And remember, uh, Mitch Chipokas, uh, he died of cancer. And when he left, uh, before he left, he took his savings and bought Christmas presents for some of the cancer people in the, that he had been, you know, in with. And uh, he wanted, made his dad pinky swear that he was going to, uh, that he would continue that, that he would t- continue to take care of cancer patients, and that's what it is, is that if your family is dealing with cancer and you can't uh, make a car payment, you can't do the groceries, you need some gas, it's to take care of the little things that add up. And so let's go to, and if you need help, go to pinkyswear.org and they you can fill out the form and they can uh, help you out. Otherwise, you can donate. That would be greatly appreciated. Now, because I was on a live uh, broadcast last week at uh, Dog Fitters, Dog Outfitters, uh this week we have Dr. Jessica Levy, holistic vet. So if you got a vet questions, please give a holler 651-641-1071. So we're taking a vet vet questions, also questions for me. So it's okay. Uh, anybody on the line yet? Yes, we All have right. two people. Well, let's talk to them. All right, we're gonna go to Jody. Jody has a question about bringing a new puppy home. All right, hi Jody, how you doing? Hello, great. We are new listeners, but we've listened to lots of podcasts. We love your perspective. Oh, thank you. We're we have a new puppy coming home on Saturday. It's a lab. All right. And um, the only kind of unique thing is they have litter box trained the puppies. Okay. Um, so they recommend a crate that's um, open with a playpen and a litter box for, you know, containing when they're not with you. So we're wondering about potty training ideas, just general bringing home a new puppy. Okay, um, that this is a new one for me. A lab being litter box trained. That is a hoot. Uh, okay, uh, how old is the pup going to be when you get to, when you get the pup? Eight and a half weeks. Oh, good. Okay, okay. the The main thing is is that if it comes in to your house, is just, just start a potty pr- training program. Potty potty goes outside. All right, and this dog is going to probably be at least fifty pounds, right? 50, 60 pounds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that, that litter box is not going to be conducive to that. You want to teach the pup how to hold it and then where it goes to it, all right? So that's why um, what you do is you, you take her, uh, take a, you're going to have a crate you know, that you're going to keep the dog in, you know, like at uh, at night for the first, until they're about four, four and a half months, you want to have them be in a crate in your bedroom at night because otherwise it will be a screaming, uh, yeah, because he lost his mom, lost his litter mates, who the heck is you, where am I? So he will be screaming. Now, once they're about four or four and a half months, they're more independent, and now you can work them to where you want them, where you want them, like you know, maybe in the in the mudroom or whatever type thing. But you, and plus, it's part of the bonding period, part of the bonding between you and the dog. You know, even though nothing is being said, they're getting used to your smells, your sounds, and such like that, and it really does help with bonding. So hopefully, that's you know, you're up for that. But uh, yeah. like, what you're just gonna do is get a plastic type kennel, not the wire kennel. In the human world, we're thinking, oh, look, you're not really in a kennel. But dogs are denning animals. They want to feel safe and secure in what they're in. There are some personalities that can adjust to an open-air wire kennel. But the majority enjoy or like it better with their back covered by, by way of a plastic kennel. And so you can buy the size you're going to need when he's big. And then what you just do is either stuff a box in there or some people put a board and they just kind of drill it into the side. And as the pup grows, you give him more room. If you give him the whole room right off the bat, he might potty in one end and sleep in the other. What we want to do is just give him where he can comfortably stand up, turn around, lay down. Not stretch out because dogs, when they curl when they go sound asleep. They stretch out when they're dozing. All right? Okay. And then you're going to feed him in the kennel. 
Uh, so he has to go to his kennel to get fed. So now where he sleeps and eats, he's less likely to pee in. All right. And then when you don't have time to have, he's always hooked for the next couple of weeks. He's going to be on a leash hooked to somebody so that you know where he is at all times. So you got, you know, you're going to start getting to know his potty habits. Some dogs signal you by sitting and staring at you like, uh, excuse me, I have to go. Some start doing the sniffies like, where am I going to put it? <laughs> so you're okay. just going to get really good at what is his potty signal. And the main time they have to go potty is first thing when they wake up in the morning, there should be a piddle and a doo-doo. The second thing is right when they wake up from a nap, after they get done playing, and then after they get done eating or drinking. Those are the main times they have to go out and go potty. All right? And so, so in the morning, yep. when, I, when I'm going to take the dog out, if I open the kennel, should I carry the dog out? No, what you're going to do is put, you're going to have like a 15-foot to 20-foot long line, and you're going to uh-huh. put him on that. Do you have a fenced-in yard? Um, yes. Okay, no, right, because during the potty training, you want to pick out the area that's going to be the potty area, and you're going to bring him out on that line to the potty area, and then you're going to stand still and just in a chant like, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy, and then when they do go, good potty, very nice, good potty, no treats, and the reason is they go out there, then splash and come back to get the treat, and they're not done yet, (laughs) okay, they're in a hurry Mm -hmm. to get that treat, so the maximum time outside is two minutes. Let's say in the morning you just piddled and the two minutes is up, bring them back in, wait a minute or two, two minutes, take them back out, try it again. And now this time if the doo-doo hasn't come out, then you bring them back in, put them in his crate, feed them, and then 10 minutes after, 15 minutes after he gets done eating, take them back out again to the potty spot on the long line. And 10 to 1, you'll get the potty, because the doo-doo, because when something goes in the front door, something comes out the back door. <laughs> okay? Okay. And, and then after he's done, let's say the piddle and the doo-doo, if you want to give him a little bit of freedom in the house, you know, like, uh, and play that, no tug-of-war games, no wrestling games. You don't want to teach this dog to be a bully. You want to work on manners, all right? And so right now, like, nose work, um, teaching tricks, just your basic obedience, he'll sit down. You know, but you, you got to remember that they have a, a attention span of a, of a gnat <laughs> they can't retain much right right off the bat you want to hold on a sec we got to run uh to break so you want to hold on don't yeah, don't hang you. up okay okay we, we're gonna we're gonna do a brain teaser okay you ready dr jess we're doing a brain teaser you ready for this what five letter english words starting with a k can be read forwards and backwards which refers to a type of vessel we'll be right back Thank you for spending your afternoon with the KDK9. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, brain teaser. Here we go. Okay, what five-letter English word starting with a K can be read forwards and backwards and refers to a type of vessel? Do you have any idea, Kaylee? Carly? I have no idea. All right. Dr. Jess? Kayak. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. Kayak. Very good. I'm impressed. There we go. I, I forgot about those. Puzzles. Do you? Oh, okay. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, you got that. We got another word one too coming up. So, nice. keep your thinking. Maybe I'll get. On. Maybe I'll get that one. Okay, there you go. Yeah. All right. Okay, we're going back to Jody. She's getting a new pup, new lab pup next week, next Saturday. So, are uh, you with us, Jody? Yes, I am. All right. So then, um, and then, like the you, obviously the the pup doesn't learn anything by being in the you know in the kennel twenty four seven. Okay, but when you don't have the have time to have the pup tied to you. 
then they're in the kennel, all right? Or somebody else in the house has got the puppet and they're responsible for watching, you know, for the potty and that. Now, let's say he just did his piddle and his doo-doo first thing in the morning. Then you can have him come in and maybe for about the next half hour, 45 minutes uh, to an hour, you might be, you know, pretty safe, uh, providing he did the piddle and the doo-doo that morning, all right? And then, okay. like, when he just did piddle, you know, you're, you're gonna, it's going to be a learning curve. You're going to understand him a little bit more. But by feeding him in the kennel, no wrestling games, no tug-of-war game, because you want to teach him to be the bully in the block. Uh, how many, do you have little kids or kids? Um, yeah, Emily, huh? she wants to say hi. She's eight. Hi, Emily. Hi. Hi, hi. <laughs> All right. And so the best thing you could do is there's a book out there called Puppy Training for Kids. And for the life of me, I can't think of the offer. I can picture the book cover, but I can't. You can email me and I can give it to you. And it's really a great book because it has a lot of pictures that the kids can follow. As far as just polite, teaching the dog manners, earning the dog's respect. Because a pup is going to see the eight-year-old as uh, oil and water, as a litter mate. And so that's why by making the pup sit still, learn something from your daughter, that will help out tremendously. But it's called Puppy Training for Kids. And like I said, it's just a thin book. I want to say it's only like 10 bucks. I found it online. Okay. Uh, da, da, da. But anyway, okay. so what? Uh, so, like, what's what's the rule of thumb for how long the puppy can be in the crate? As far as one time, what? Well, say you got to go to work. For the rule of thumb for potty training is three months old, three hours, four months old, four hours, five months old, five hours, six months old, six hours. So this eight and a half week old puppy Abby. is basically two hours. Yes, yes. And so that's why, yeah. So like if you're going to be, uh, if you have time, uh, now if you want to try doing that litter box, that's up to yourself. Uh, what do they use for litter? Um, the pine pellets, like for horses. Oh, the pine pellets. Okay, I know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think people might do it if, like, if they think that you're gonna maybe live in an apartment. Yeah. You know, That'd I mean, be, if you got to go down right, ten floors in the elevator yeah. to take the puppy out. Right. Yeah. See, I just assume the pup learned to hold it. Now, do you? Uh, is there anybody home during the day, or do you? Uh, are you gone from eight to nine to five, or what's what, what's your household? No, we're we're home. Okay. So Someone's that, here. So. Okay, so then that yeah, I I would not even give the the license to this pup to that potty can go inside as long as you hit the litter box cuz he's going to grow really fast too and all of a sudden he'll stretch and he's his one feet might be in the litter box but the rest of him is going to be out of it. So, I would just get him used to going potty on the grass. And what you might have to do is take some of the pellets and put it out in the area that you're going pot, you know, that you're having him to go potty in. That's just like people that have trained their dogs to piddle pads they don't know they you know they uh, they bring the piddle pads outside and then as a dog uh, uh, gets better at it that the piddle pad, piddle pad becomes less and less so all of a sudden there is no piddle pad for them to stand on and they're just going potty on the grass all right so you might want to okay. bring you know, like a scoop of that out and then like i say not no wrestling games no tug of war games uh teaching tricks and just teaching manners uh puppy class obviously my puppy class is a pup has to be 12 weeks or better uh 12 weeks to five months i do have one coming up in december though but anyway and then just getting organized setting up your rules let the pup uh he's gonna jump he's gonna have those stupid needle teeth that are gonna drive you nuts and so that's why, uh, is that, uh, you teach them, like I say, don't play rough games because then those teeth will really start becoming razor blades and, and shredding things, all right? And then jumping, nipping, those are the two biggest things that pups do. Uh, you can use a spray bottle filled with water, set on stream, deepen your voice, ah, no bite. Okay, or if they're barking, ah, quiet. Right, deepen your voice, slow it down is the main thing. And then the first five times you say and spray, ah, 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 but don't, 
most people want to know their dogs to death. No, 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 no. And pretty soon the dog goes, so what? So what? So what you want to do is just deepen your voice, slow it down, and then uh, socialize. And unfortunately, getting a puppy this time of year, you know, everybody's kind of hibernating because of the cold. So the best thing to do is to try to, like, maybe you got a neighbor that's got an easygoing dog that you can introduce your pup to, okay? But get them off and go for car rides, short ones. Uh, bring them to the, uh, the vet. And so the vet can give him a treat and he can come home. He just isn't associated with being poked and progged at the vet. And so there's just a lot of little social things that you want to do and to make sure this dog is, because you've got a social timeline from nine weeks to like four and a half, five months that you want to get them out and about to see things and such like that. Not dog parks or things like that or the big box stores. No, it's the friends, neighbors, coworkers that have a dog that they can go to your, you can go to their house, they can come to your house, you know, and such like that and get those social skills. That's the main thing so that you have a well-adjusted, you know, adult dog that's not scared of their own shit. Or, or other dogs or other people. Okay? Okay. Okay. And so then feeding, obviously Nutrisource, their large, large breed puppy was be, would be phenomenal. I don't know what the breeder... we got it. Excellent, excellent. And then I, I would put all puppies on probiotics and digestive enzymes because they've been um, so stressed out between, you know, uh, being weaned from mom, now they lost their mom and the litter mates and who are you and now the vet and then dewormed and it, you know what I mean? So their system really takes a hit. So the probiotic, digestive enzymes, and then also fish oil because the finishes going and so it dries out the house and it dries out us and so we can we have to help the pup or any dog you know get their omega threes and sixes with the fish oil okay and also help with their brain cells they be their smarter dogs <laughs> all right excellent okay if you got any other questions just give me a holler for katie's canine all right just uh, either call me or just email me okay because there's a lot for you to know but that book yes. yeah if you want to e if you want to email me then I'll, I'll send that book book uh like i said for the life of me i can't think of the author of it so okay because then you know your eight-year-old was it emmy or emily she has she'll, yeah. she'll it'll be a fun time instead of like make it go away <laughs> okay if we um if we go to classes um up at your farm are they held in a barn or are no. they held outdoors no 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 it's it's inside i've got a regular obedience school you know that we oh, okay. that, that we put we it's even heated in the whole kit and caboodle so okay all okay kid all right. take care thank you so much you bud good luck bye-bye yeah that's uh, the puppy puppyhood puppyhood <laughs> So I just hope she socializes them, though, because, like I said, it's this time of year getting pups. You know, we're all hibernating, you know, we're not going out as much, and, and we're not out. We're not hibernating yet, but apparently we will be. Well, yeah, yeah, this week. Don't you always feel bad hey. for the people who get Christmas puppies? Yeah, oh, yeah, I know. That's what I worry about, because a lot of times, they, if they don't do it right, they 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 grow, these pups grow up to be nervous Nellies, because they haven't, you know, really oh, yeah. seen much of the world. Well, those are the ones you see them in the spring, and the people are like, I don't know why, I just can't potty train yeah. it. That's because you put the dog out, close the door. Yeah. You don't want to be out there. Yeah, no kidding. You got to teach him what potty is called and where to go. All right. Where are we at there, miss? We have a couple minutes. Okay, well, let's head for the line then. Okay, so we're going to talk to Sue. Sue has a question about dementia and dogs and arthritis. All right. Hi, Sue. How you doing? Uh-oh. Sue. Hello, Sue. I'm here. There you are. Thank you. I thought we had hung up there. That sounded like a hang-up. Okay, no, so what no, kind no, of pupper no. do you have? And how old? Um, I've got two poodles. and um, Standard poodles I'm or what? I'm hearing from friends um, out of state that vets are saying, oh, dogs have dementia simply because they're living longer and we're feeding them better. And my dogs haven't shown any sign of dementia or arthritis, but this whole thing of dementia seems to be more commonplace now 
than what I've ever heard, and I'm wondering what's causing it and what we can do to prevent it. Okay, well, first of all, would you have standard poodles? No, they're minis. Okay, and then how old? Um, 11 and 12. Okay. And then how are they? Are they perky and... Yeah, yeah, okay. they are. My 12-year-old's slowing down a little bit, but she's always been kind of the diva anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay, well, okay, what... Carly's giving me the signal. Let's go. So hold on. Well, Dr. Jess will talk to you, you know, after this. Uh, we okay. got to go to break. So don't, don't hang up. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay. Uh, hopefully she didn't hang up. Okay. Here's the next question. Where is it? Oh, there you go. What seven letter English word starting with an R can be read forward and backwards and refers to something that makes things go around and around? Be right back. All right. Thank you for tuning into the KDK9 show. Okay. What seven letter English word, starting with R, can be read forwards and backwards, and which refers to something that makes things go round and round? What do you think, Carly? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Dr. Jess? Starts with an R. R. Yep. R. Um, Hit your mic on there. It's on. Sorry. Rot- uh, rotator. Correct. Ro- rotator. rotator. Oh, right, a rotator. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That cool? Yeah. There you go. Rotator. So kayak and rotator. <sighs> I'm going to just onesie. give the word ones to Dr. Jess. There you go. There you go. What we're going to do, uh, we got a course to uh, Would You Rather. Oh, those are good. Yeah. I'm really good oh, at those. Good. Would You Rather. <laughs> yeah, we'll do, we'll do that. All right. Uh, and then, uh, uh, folks, we're going to be talking about DCM, dilated cardiomyopathy, because it's so, every, I just can't believe how many people won't let this rest. There has been no proven scientific anything. So since we had the vet in the house, I figured, well, we'll get her comments on it. And then I got, so every week I'm going to mention, bring it up again, because, you know, folks, everybody's hit the panic button for no reason. And uh, but we'll, we'll discuss that later. So let's go to Sue. Sue's got uh, two poodles. She's worried about dementia and arthritis. All right, Sue, you with us again? Yep, I'm uh, here. All right. Okay, go ahead, Dr. Jess. What's your thoughts on this? Well, I I guess I wasn't really aware that the that the incidence was increasing. Mm-hmm. Was really, that. and actually, um, I mean, compared to how long dogs used to live, they're certainly not living as long mm-hmm. I these agree. days. Although, according, like, you know, in recent years, um, you know, longevity like average longevity, so everything from Chihuahuas to Great Pyrenees, has increased from 10 to 11 years. Okay. Which is not a whole lot when you think about how long dogs used to live or how long they could potentially live. Right. Um, so, I, but I think like, if, so if you look at, um, I was just reading an article about dog dementia, and of course, what are the recommendations? The recommendations are to feed some of these prescription diets, right? <laughs> Purina, Bright Mind. Oh, Lord. Science Diet makes BD, the brain diet. Oh, my God. And if you man. look at these foods and you say, okay, well, what is the difference between these and the other Purina ones? Dog Chow right. or Science Diet Maintenance? Right. And the difference is that they have more antioxidants. Okay. And you know maybe additional omega threes. All right. And but the, but those are basically things that anybody can do at home. You don't have to wait until your dog is diagnosed with dementia. Right. So just the same way that you would for yourself, um, you know, eat more fresh food. Uh, you know how do how do we get more antioxidants in our diet by eating fresh fruits and veggies. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like any kind of fresh food, any food that's not extremely processed, like. Mm-hmm. Dry food is crazy, incredibly processed. So mm-hmm. anybody who has not seen 
the documentary Pet Fooled. Pet Fooled. So find it on Netflix or Amazon Prime and watch it. Just what so- is it? Pet Fool? F O O L. F O O L E D. Yeah. Pet, pet fooled. Fooled. Okay, got it. Just a little eye opener on the pet food industry. Um, and so, you know, antioxidants also come in things like whole food supplements yeah. that are made from, you know, herbs and liver whole and foods. things like that. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's about getting your antioxidants from food sources as opposed from synthetic multivitamins. So if you look at the ingredient list of a whole food supplement for dogs or for humans, the ingredients should be food items. And there's there's a bunch of these things out there. This is like a hot, like blueberry, hot business kale, right now. Things like that. Oh, yeah. So if you look at something like Springtime's Fresh Factors or Springtime also makes Longevity. Uh-huh. Uh, Dr. Harvey's has a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. They have a really nice one out now Doctor by Dr. Harvey's called Solaris. Okay. And it, you get, it's a two pack and like one says sunrise and one says sunset or something okay. like that. But it's just a bunch of organic herbs. All right. And so, you know, that's where we get vitamins and minerals from. And then omega-3s, fish oil, that's pretty easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are things that we can all do to keep our dogs and us <laughs> uh, sharp. Yep. So, and now, depending on what's going on, if there's specific anxiety, because sometimes anxiety is seen as part of dementia. So you see these dogs that, um, you know, over time, as they get older, they develop more thunderstorm anxiety that they didn't used to right. have or yep. more anxiety about riding in the car. Yep. But then sometimes you have to think, too, okay, where does the dog go when I put it in the car? He either goes to the vet or goes to the groomer. groomer. Yep. Both of those are unpleasant experiences. Yep. So you can either start taking the dog more fun places or use something like um, Animal Essentials. One of their herbal blends is, uh, is oh, they've got one called Senior Support, I think. Okay. And so, you know, all their herbal blends are organic. They're formulated by the top veterinary herbalist in the United States. And so that one has ginkgo that helps keep your brain sharp. And it has yucca that helps with um, arthritis and it. You know, it's got a bunch of stuff in there like that. My thought on arthritis is the fact that mo- the majority of people have fat dogs. You got fat dogs; they're going to have arth- they're going to be very arthritic early. Right. So fat is part of it. You know, repeated vaccines, right? Yes. Because vaccines make dogs produce antibodies against their own connective tissue. Okay. Connective tissue is the stuff that holds our body together. Yep. So that's also kind of a recipe for arthritis. And then, of course, if they haven't been using their bodies evenly or correctly. Over the, over the period of their whole lives, plus, you know, slipping on the ice like everybody else in this right. town. <laughs> uh, so take your dog to a chiropractor. You yep. know, get their bodies put back into working order. And maybe when your dog is 11 or 12 years old, maybe it's time to start seeing the chiropractor, you know, maybe every three to six months. Yep. And just, I, and just have a tune-up. Yep. Huge chiropractic. Yeah, I wish yeah, everybody would get their and, dogs and, then, and cats. Yeah, and then you got to think about slippery floors in your house. Oh. Those are terrible for dogs. And, you know, sometimes people think it's funny. Oh, every time Charlie hits the turn, he wipes out. You do that more than once, and it's like getting hit in a football game. Mm -hmm. So um, you definitely, like, I I recommend that people use, you know, now that you've got beautiful new slippery floors in your house, now you get to cover them with rubber-backed mats. There you go. There you (laughs) go. And they also, like, they make, though, these, uh, like, non-slip boots for dogs, too, if you have a dog that you can get them to keep. Right, keep them on. on their feet. Yeah, yeah. So, so those that's an option as well. But I think all of those things are a good idea. Massage is a great idea for older dogs, just to help keep their nerves 
functioning normally. Mm-hmm. That will help with bladder control, bowel control, mm-hmm. yeah, the ability to go up and down stairs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, I, okay. I, I think that senior Who makes dogs the senior are... support? I missed that part. What? Who makes the senior support? Animal Essentials. Animal Essentials. Animal, animalessentials.com. Yep. Okay. All right. Okay. All righty. Thank okay, you. Okay. Yeah. So th- thanks for calling and, and bringing this up because yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's something that you know, a lot of people well, are going well, through. Well, I think so. with senior dogs too, like you don't really have to kind of watch your dog decline. And and you know, so many people say, well, you know, he's nine uh, now, yeah. so we're so we're going to walk him less. Yeah. Uh uh-uh, No, you got to keep up on the exercise. And um, that's hard. I've relocated here, and okay. right. the winter here. I, I mean, agree. Uh, yeah, they don't want to go out when it's below zero. Oh, that's, I know. When, you, that's and then, when you go up and down the hall, up and down the stairs. If, yeah, yeah if, if, you, if, if you have stairs in your house, that's fantastic. You're well ahead of the game. What I, I just, you stairs. know, oh. I don't either. Sometimes in winter, it's the dorkiest thing. I'll get a bunch of treats and literally run my dogs around my teeny tiny house. <laughs> so I make them all run into the bedroom and I say, okay, everybody jump on the bed. And then we run into the living room and I make everybody jump on the couch. Yeah, so you just invent little games to kind of entertain dumb, yourself, and then get the you know dog is, you know he's yeah with, with little dogs at least it would be easier yes, to exactly, have them yeah. exercise. I mean yeah. you can yeah. you can set up you know use your brooms to set up little jumps for them or something like that. Yeah, okay. that's true. That's true. Okay, okay. yeah. There's a um, uh, ten minute dog training games by Sundance. Ten minute dog training games. She also has like little stuff that you can use in your house, to, like you're saying, uh, setting up little uh, like jumps that they for them mm-hmm. to hop over or thing. You know, just a good ideas of how the exercise ball that's collecting everybody's dust. You know how to mm-hmm. use the exercise ball with some neat things that you can do. You know, with the dogs and such like that. Yeah, so. and I, I have a handout about. Um, it's about exercises for dogs with hind leg weakness, but really it's useful for any dog. Um, so some of this information I got from uh, Linda Tellington Jones. You know, she did a lot of proprioceptive work with horses while she was busy developing T-Touch. Okay. And then also um, I did a webinar through the Fancy Dog Sports Academy about rehabbing the senior dog. Mm-hmm. And oh, really? so, yeah, and so if you just email me, I'll, I'm happy to send you the handout. It's just kind of easy things that you can do with stuff you have in the house to keep their nerves functioning normally. Uh-huh. Um, you just said it to me, my Ethel. She's starting now to... Do you want me to send it to you? Yeah, that would be great. I could do that. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, does that answer your question, ma'am? Sue? It does. Thank okay. you. Thank you for asking it. You have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's funny. How can they get a hold of you, Dr. Jess? Uh, through my website at holistic-vet-care.com. All right. Where are we at there, Miss Carly? Um, we can start the next caller if you'd oh, like. Okay, well, let's do that then. All right, we're going to go to Barb. And Barb has a question about feeding her dog a different like type of kibble. All right. Like size-wise. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Barb, how you doing? Hi there. I'm good, thank you. Um, I just have a really quick question. I have two 60-pound labs. I've always fed them large adult dog food and for some reason I went to the store today and bought giant dog food gi- giant breed is that going to hurt them um, 
Oh, or should no. I return it? No, no, no. You'll, you'll be fine. Not a big deal. No, I see. I when I soak my food anyway. I put whatever I'm feeding in a dish. Put hot tap water on it till it floats real nice. Put it aside. Okay. And wait for okay. it to rehydrate so it doesn't rehydrate okay. in the stomach. You know. So, uh, but you can right. do that. And so, but no, it, the size should be just fine. Now, if that would be like if you had like my three pound Ethel and you got that right. size, now that would be a different, you know, a different, exactly. uh, yeah, a different game. But exactly. No, you should okay. be just fine. All right. Perfect. Thank, Thank you, you for the call. Bye bye. There we go. What did he say? There? Yeah, no, that's good. Why not? You know, that's you never know. But like, mm-hmm. the bigger the kernel, the kernel, if they don't, if they swallow it whole, the more it expands in their stomach, which is not healthy for them. That's why I like to rehydrate all the dry food. All right, Carly, where are we at? Um, now we need our question. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see which one should we do here. So, would you rather? Right. Yep. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I like these. Okay, why don't we say, would you rather sleep in a doghouse or let all the stray dogs from your neighborhood sleep in your house? Would you rather sleep in a doghouse or let all the stray dogs in your neighborhood sleep in your house? We'll be back. All right. Thank you, and there goes the sun. Guess what, Carly? It won't be, what, maybe more another week and a half or so, two weeks, I mean, that it will be dark when we leave here. Is that, remember how excited we are every spring? When yes. It's light when we leave here. <laughs> we don't have to get our flashlights, flashlights out when we uh, uh, leave in the go. spring. Okay, would you rather sleep in a doghouse or let all the stray dogs from your neighborhood sleep in your house? What would you do, Carly? I would do all of the stray dogs from yes. my neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, Dr. Jess. Um, I agree. Although it does depend on the doghouse. Like, am I sleeping in Oprah's doghouse? Ah. Right. No yeah. problem. Yeah. Or like Justin Timberlake's doghouse. Okay, we're exactly. just doing a yeah. standard a yeah. doghouse. Yeah. Um, well, then no. Yeah, I'd probably yeah. have them join me inside. Okay. Right. Yeah, my house is already pretty much. A doghouse. <laughs> Dogs have done some damage. Yeah. <laughs> I would do the doghouse. And the reason is, is because all the stray dogs from the neighborhood, I don't, you know, if nobody gets along, you know, let's say I got a couple with issues, you know, I don't want to play referee. I want to get some sleep. I want to sleep. That's why you got doors. So, you just put them in different doors. Well, <laughs> you know, well, how many, depends how many stray dogs. You know, that if you only true. have one stray yeah. dog in the neighborhood, there's no problem. But if you have 15 stray dogs <laughs> in here, then there might be a problem. So I'm going to take the easy way out and I'm sleeping in the doghouse. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to first make sure there's no cobwebs or anything yeah. in there. And so then it doesn't say I can't bring my pillow or my sleeping blanket, right? Yeah. So sure. we'll, we'll figure it out. But yeah, I just, when I go to sleep, I want to go to sleep. I don't want to have to be staying up all night. You know, playing referee because they can't get along. Right. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> there you go. All right. Would you rather? There you go. Uh, yeah. Duh. Oh, did, you guys got to go to mytalk1071.com. Go to Jason and Alexis show on Friday. Go to their podcast because I was Brandy again for the, <laughs> uh, for the, the uh, written notes, you yeah. know, the notes for Dawn. Yeah. So I was Brandy. It was kind of a long one. And so it was kind of, yeah. It, uh, when you listen to the playback, you know, sometimes that day I had so much to, uh, to do. I had done like three or four 
four spots plus the brandy thing. And, you know, you get to the point where it's, oh, I hope that sounded okay. So it didn't sound too bad, but you can yeah. hear the podcast. If you go to J, go to mytalk1071.com as a uh, part for everything, all, every show here on my, uh, mytalk1071.com is podcast. So you can go to my show page and you can catch all my past shows too. So, and then what we talked about, but yeah, so go look on Fridays, which would be the third, November 1st, and it's in the fourth hour. It's written out there. Uh, it was passing notes with Katie. Kane. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's kind of funny. So, anyway, okay, <laughs> let's go. Okay. Where are we at? We're going to go to Diane. All right. And she has a question about a new puppy and how to transition the new puppy. All right. Yeah. Hi, Diane. Hello. Okay. Do you have a, a, a new puppy? What kind? How old? We're picking up a mini golden doodle. He'll be eight weeks on Friday. Um, and the breeder has been feeding him I'm pet food, and I know we want to transition to Nutrisource or something Thank you. Um, different. So yes. I'm curious to know, like, what the, the best uh, way to go about transitioning is. You just start with, like, a quarter of the new to three-quarters of the old for, like, three, four days, and then a 50-50 for three, four days, and then, you know, rotate it all the way over is what you want to do, Okay. Okay. Okay, yep. Yeah. And what you're going to do is uh, you can get, you said it's a mini doodle? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, how how big are the parents, you know? Um, tw- 20 pounds or so. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because with the Nutrisource, you could either do the uh, the puppy for large breed or the small breed. It's 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 up to yourself. The small breed, the small to medium breed, has a high protein and high fat, and, so, and sometimes it's too rich for some pup system. So if the if the uh, so that's why the large puppy might be a, a better way to go. And, and all it is is the cut nuggets. That, but you figure it out. You can decide. We either want to work just great. All right. Okay. And okay. then now, do you have another dog at home or anything? We don't. Nope. This, okay. this, this is it. Well, congratulations. And Thank then you. Yes, we're excited. So it's going to be eight weeks. And then um, now the big thing, too, is that what you uh, be huge here, and this is a heads up for everybody that's got fluffy dogs, is make sure that hair stays out of their eyes totally. No shelves, no, you know, above the eyes, no blinkers on the side, because that's huge, because otherwise what can happen is it can get your dog very, very spooky because they don't have a clear field of vision. And I know it looks really cute when you got that fluff there but no 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 for training purposes and confidence building purposes you don't want any hair around the eyes at all and you can go to any groomer find a groomer that you want and then just and start bringing the pup here you know everybody thinks when they bring him to the groomer they have to have him groomed totally no just say you know what i just want the hair cut around the eyes so i don't have a spooky dog and so that that'd be huge and then they got used to being around the groomer and hanging out and doing things instead of just one time dumping him off and he's there for two three hours and he hates it so going there a yeah. little bit here and there because you're gonna have a lot of, this dog uh it depends uh, how you decide to groom the dog or what kind of coat you're gonna keep him in but usually every eight weeks he's gonna probably need to be trimmed up so okay Perfect. so then anything else thank you so much no, I, I, the first caller was really helpful and answered a lot of my questions. Oh, so good, good, we're good, good. We're ready. Right, and if you got any questions, yeah, just get, you know, you want to know where he's sleeping, what your schedule's going to be, let him drag a nylon leash around the house. He always got something to step on or grab. And then basically yeah. just setting the rules and following through. And so, and, and using your deep, ah, bad dog, or hey, right. no bite. All right? Okay, yeah. good luck. If you got any Perfect. questions, just give a holler. Take care. Good luck. Will do. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Next. Okay, we have Allie on the line, and she has a question about how to deal with jealousy between dogs. Hi, Allie. How you doing? 
Good. How are you doing? Good. Good. So, what's who's in question here? What kind of do- oh, well? I have a nine-year-old Eagle uh, Wiener dog, Jack Russell Mix. Oh, lordy! And oh, he's he's the best. He's the most bestest dog ever. <laughs> um, and we just in the end of May adopted a terrier mix from a rescue from Kentucky. That was he was astray from birth. Mm-hmm. So he is um, very, and then I have a 14-year-old actual human daughter child. Okay. Um, and the, the the reason I mentioned that is because we got um, Jasper, the beagle wiener dog mix, mm-hmm. when my daughter was in kindergarten. All right. And so there's always been an element of, I'll say, jealousy for attention between Jasper and my daughter. Oh, my. Okay. Like, well, not not aggressively, but mm-hmm. like if she would be cuddling with us she or cuddling you. with me, yeah. he would he would have to get involved. Yep. Or yep. Yep. if she'd come in my bed, the minute she got up, he'd take her exact place. All right. That kind of thing. Hey, it was a nice warm spot, of course. That's a smart well, dog. <laughs> it's already warmed yeah. up. He could just hunker he's in. Very, <laughs> he is very smart. Whereas Artemis, our newest dog, is dumber than a box of rocks. <laughs> okay. He can't even figure out how to walk around like a Tupperware container, a Rubbermaid Tupperware okay. container. Yeah. Like, but and I digress. Um, he, now with Artemis, it's like who can get mom's attention the most. And anytime I'm talking to Isabel, my daughter, mm-hmm. um, she, the other two are like, oh, we got to try and get attention. And then the minute any of us give one dog attention, the other one's like, ooh, 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 there's me, there's me. And, you know, with with when we only had Jasper, it wasn't too much of an issue. But now it's literally, I'm becoming who can get on top of mom the be- the highest. Mm-hmm. Like I've become a climbing toy for these two. Uh-huh. Um, if I'm laying down, or you know, who can cuddle up next to me, and the other who's the one that by my feet, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's it's a power struggle between the two, and I don't know if I need to let them rough house that out not i don't know not anything aggressively but you know work that out between the two of them or do i need how do i control the jealousy when one of us when someone in the house is giving one you know you know good oh you're a good boy you know do it do a trick or Uh just saying hi and the other one kind of butts in throws his butt in the other one's face and tries to get the attention okay welcome to having multiple dogs all right. Well, this that's, is the first time I've ever had multiple dogs. Yeah, because that, that's was one, my first dog it, ever. Yeah, see, it's like two-legged kids. You know, if you got, you know, we're like two kids, and you're reading to one, the mm-hmm. other one comes in and, and say, ah, let's come over here and see my dinosaurs. You know, they're always vying for the attention, correct? Yeah. So that's yep. why, like, if you want to, to spend one-on-one attention with one, one goes into a kennel or to another room or is on a leash with somebody at another part of the house that you could teach mm-hmm. a trick to or whatever type thing. And now, uh, what okay. do you say? Are they are they like growling at each other, being pushy or what? Um, yes, but not in the aggressive way. Jasper has always been very vocal in his play, mm-hmm. so he growls even when we play with him. He'll growl and you know tail wagging, ears up, happy go lucky. And so when they play and they roughhouse and they wrestle or right. play tug with a toy. Mm-hmm. Um, both of them are vocal, but not in an aggressive way. Okay. Because the, the big, the huge thing here is that, um, that you have to set the, 
the, the boundaries. You have to decide. Yeah. Like, if they're starting to amp it up, ah, uh-uh, that's enough. To your corners. And, I, and whether do you use ke- do. do you use kennels at all? No, no, okay. no. We've okay. never used a kennel. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, okay. Um, Jasper. When he was a puppy, he would freak out when mm-hmm. he even saw a kennel. We mm-hmm. think because he was a rescue as well. We think something happened. Mm-hmm with kennels when he was a puppy. No, I think it's possible. But but so the, th- so the thing is, you've got to decide what your rule's going to be. If they start vying, like all of a sudden they're climbing all over you, it's like, ah, 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 wrong. You pick them up, put them on the ground. You guys figure okay. it out. You know, have the, uh, a good thing is to have, teach them place. Every room that you spend mm-hmm. a lot of time in, either they have a pillow or a rug and they're separate pillows or separate rugs and you rock them over and say, place, and then maybe put yep. a treat on there or a toy on there and just keep doing it. re a place. So pretty soon you say the word place, pay- Place, they're going to go over to their place. Okay, now you're going to work on the okay. word stay. Now stay. Okay, so when they, yep. there's a night, so when they're when you know you're going to be doing something uh, that it will either wind them up or whatever, they have to go to their place. If you're not going to use a kennel, or you do you put them okay. out of the room outside when you do, you know. So you've got to figure out what your plan's going to be, and then be a stronger leader. So when you say something, that they listen, say, "Oh, mom's not ready for us right now. We got to go over here and just hang out." Uh, obedience classes obviously is now how, how old is the new one uh just turned one okay yeah i would get into some obedience classes so you can start organizing yourself and the dogs and and then figure out what your vocabulary for what means you know where i, I get okay. get means get out of my face i don't want to d- deal with you right now uh, you're hugging your daughter okay hey and they're like trying to budge in hey wrong get 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 oh, well and our jasper understands like jasper is very he knows if I say, you know, uh, no or what, right. whatever. But now you got to teach a new one. You got to teach a yeah. new one. You got to, so that's what I mean. You got to, a obedience class would be good, you know, but start teaching the new words that, that this dog needs to learn. And then maybe Jasper is out of the kennel or out and you let uh, okay. the new one drag a nylon leash around. So you've got to set up the rules and how you're going to follow through with this, okay? Okay. Okay, give me a look. Give me a holler up at Katie's Canine if you, it's not quite clear, okay? Okay, thank you so you much. You betcha, kiddo. Take care. Hey, when we come back, we're going to be talking about car- dilated cardiomyopathy. Because we got a vet here, all right? So see you in a bit.